Yo, what's good, guys? It's Isaiah Balk with the Built Elite Training Podcast. I hope you are having an amazing Thursday. Today is episode eight. We're going to be talking about what muscular tension versus sensation. Uh, lately, I've been seeing a lot of things on Instagram, social media um, of the so-called fitness gurus, Instagrammers, um, spitting out these different movements, these crazy different form techniques. And all of it is a sensation. And it's not actually creating real tension and real things on the muscle. So I'm going to be going into this, guys. I'm super excited about this. Um, and I'm going to be reading a few things from a paragraph of the um, hypertrophy realm of Mike Isertel. He's a fantastic uh, researcher. And I'm going to be doing a few things on what he says what tension is. So I'm going to kind of dive into this. If you guys have any questions um, and, you know, after I, I record this podcast about like what tension is, um, what sensation is, let me know, but I'm going to go into this. So first off, what is tension? Tension is force produced in the muscle that stimulates growth. Okay. Now muscle cells have tension receptors, machines that detect and measure force passing through the tissue uh, to the extent that they that they detect force, okay? So these receptors initiate downstream molecules, cascades that activate muscle growth machinery. So the more tension that's detected, the more muscle growth is stimulated across a large range of force. Now, you have to remember this. A lot of people get very, very uh, obsessed with how much load is on the bar. They get very... Um, very into like, oh, I can, I can bench 135 or I can bench 225 or I can bench 315. You have to understand that your muscles don't know how much weight is on the bar. They only know the tension. They only know the amount of tension. That is what is going to play the biggest role for hypertrophy growth is it's not about the load. It's about how much tension you get within that muscle. Okay. Now, going into this a little bit deeper, um, I'm going to be breaking down just a little bit more with the science -y things about force, okay? So different force levels are managed by different types of motor units in the skeletal muscle. A motor unit is a group of muscle cells and a motor neuron that stimulates their contractions. There can be anywhere from just a few thousands of muscle cells associated with one motor neuron and small motor units have fewer smaller muscle cells that tend to be slower twitch and therefore weaker, but more fatigue resistance. Large motor units have more large muscle cells and they tend to be faster twitch and therefore stronger, but more quickly fatigued. Okay. So breaking that down because the most growth responsive motor units only turn on with very large force requirements or under a few other special conditions. Okay. You have to lift somewhat heavy in order to create enough tension for good growth. But a lot of times, you know, tension also has its limits. You have to understand that lifting at the heaviest end of the loading range is not the best choice for growth either too heavy of a load. Okay. A lot of people think they got to go load, 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 load too heavy a load, despite producing a great deal of tension acclimates a great deal of fatigue and prevents sufficient volume. And that's the next primer of hypertrophy is volume, but I'm not going to be going into volume today. So you have to understand that, yes, we do need load. We do need tension. We do need to get these muscle fibers activated. But if you do have too much load, 
And this is where you have to, this is all dependent on the client. This is all dependent on the training phase. This is all depending on what part of the hypertrophy you are in. But you have to understand that if your biofeedback markers are off, your sleep is off, your stress is off, and you're trying to train some maximum to close to mechanical failure. You guys, again, I see it time and time again that people overtrain, they get fatigued, they start having joints hurt, they start getting super fatigued, and they just don't get um, the greatest growth that they want within their training because their biofeedback markers are completely whack. You could be training relatively a good, a good part of your volume and your sets and your tension, but with poor sleep and you're not actually getting the correct activation and you're going in and you're just training to the ground, you're not going to see that activation that you want within your growth. So you have to be checking the biofeedback markers as well. Okay. So that was a big load of what tension is. Again, we need tension to see muscle growth. So what's sensation? What's this sensation? And I'm going to give you guys an example of what sensation is within a movement. And I see it all the time. You see a lot of Instagrammers do it is the abduction machine, the machine that you abduct your, you're coming out, your knees are abducting, you have flexion and um, people think they're getting activation in the glute medius. Well, you are not. Yes, you feel it. But what you are feeling is the deep external rotators of the hip flexors. You do not, you're not actually hitting your glute medius when you do an abduction. The best things for the medius would be things like Bulgarian split squats. If you want some more information, you want to see a diaphragm of that, go over to Paul Carter's um, Instagram. He talks all about this. Okay. So what sensation you feel this burning sensation, that's, that's not going to be the correct tension. We want good tension. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about the things that you want to see in tension. So there's four things that you need to focus on. So you're getting the right tension in the movement. Okay. Number one is the setup. All right. The setup is so important in hypertrophy training. You got to be set up. You got to have the right setup. Number two, number two, you got to stabilize. You got to stabilize your body, you know, if you're in a bench, if you're in the hack squat, I'm going to actually demonstrate, well, not actually demonstrate, but I'm going to talk about the hack squat, hack squat out of these four things here. Um, so stabilize. Number three, you have to initiate. Um, this is where a lot of people go wrong. They're not initiating the correct muscles. They're getting stuck. They're pressing the wrong way. For an example, when they try to initiate with the chest press on the bottom, they start pressing up from the dumbbell press and they start feeling like the interior delts. They start feeling more um, traps, triceps, shrugging, all things of that nature. Okay. And number four is range of motion. Range of motion is super key. So what I was talking about with range of motion is being able to be in a full range of motion. For an example, I'm going to be talking about the hack squat here with this four setup thing. But with the hack squat, when you're coming down, when you're coming down into a squat, making sure you're having that full range of motion, you're actually activating all the muscle fibers within the quads, and you're actually being able to feel the muscle fibers work. So again, the four things you need to work on to get the right tension in the movement is the setup. So let's start off with the hack squat. I'm going to give you guys a demonstration. So the hack squat, you're in that setup, perfect pad, supporting the posterior side. 
And when you're in that, you want to get locked in. One thing I love about the hack squat is the stability with the hack squat is phenomenal. You have the full posterior side, you're locked in with your back, you're structured in there. Okay. You're stabilizing, you're pulling, you're bracing it. It's awesome. The setup is great from the stabilizing going into stabilization is you're, you're bracing your core. You're keeping your core back. I see time and time again, um, people, they try to go into their squat, their hack squat, or even a squat. Um, and they have a pelvic tilt. They have that arch in their low back and they're not stabilizing, um, their core correctly. So it's super important that you understand that you have to be bracing the right way you need to take and think about your belly button, pull that in on the eccentric. So when you're coming down, when the hips are coming down to that platform, that you're pulling your abs into the low back, you're bracing the pad, you're keeping it very strong and you're coming down to that eccentric again. From there, the initiation, where is it hardest? In the bottom position, focusing on midfoot drive, coming all the way down, pushing through that midfoot, getting full flexion at the knee, activating those fibers within the quads and coming right up to the top. That right there is full range of motion, controlled, stimulate, and perfection at its finest. So again, guys, Right. So we have this temptation, this, this, um, this tension, we've got to feel tension, tension. Again, if you're watching the Instagram live right here, when I put my hand on the forearm and I push down and I go to flex my bicep right there, that's tension. That's what we want. All right. Sensation is like, for an example, the abduction, we're driving the knees out, we're abducting. Oh, we feel this, this burning, crampy feeling in the hips where well, you're actually feeling the deep external rotators within the hips. You're not actually feeling your medius, your minimus. You're not feeling that. That is not where the fibers run. Okay. And there's many other exercises like that, but to understand, to really want to grow muscle, you need to remember, we got to have the right setup for your physique. We need to stabilize your physique. We need to initiate the correct way within your physique and the muscle fibers and we have to have that proper range of motion. I'm going to go back to initiation to the dumbbell press. Another very common thing that I see. Again, we want tension, right? We want tension in the pec. And on the bottom portion, from the low portion, as we're pressing up, a lot of people go wrong when they're coming up to the top is their front delts take over. They don't know the alignment of their elbow. Again, about 40 to 45 degrees. Everybody's dependent. But as they press up, they're pressing straight up. They're feeling the delts work. They're not crossing that bicep into the pec and squeezing. And every week they think more weight, more weight, more weight. When I first started training, if you guys watched or listened to my creatine podcast, I talked about when I first started taking creatine, I was at 20 pound dumbbells and I went from 20 pound dumbbells to like 70, 75 pound dumbbells within a couple months. I increased it super, super fast. But my problem was I didn't build. I didn't know the setup. I didn't know how to stabilize. I didn't know how to initiate. And I didn't know the range of motion. I just did it. And yes, I saw some growth, but what actually happened over time was my delts got so big that they overcompensated. And my, I, I rolled forward. I had a small chest. I finally over this last year have has been able to build my chest up, but 
out of those four things, I wasn't doing that right. I wasn't setting up right. I wasn't stabilizing right. I wasn't initiating right. And my range of motion was awful. Yes, I saw growth in the weight, but that's the problem a lot of you guys are facing is you think every week you have to focus on increasing load. There is a time that you need to increase load in your hypertrophy program. But if you don't understand the setup, you don't understand how to stabilize, or maybe you know one out of the four, or maybe two out of the four, you have to continue to build up that skill and build up that muscle awareness. So that is where you're going to get the real muscle growth. Okay. If I would have, if I could go back in time, I would have stayed around 30 to 35 pounds. I would have focused on 12 to 15 reps, still getting close to failure, but I would have worked on my contraction. I would have worked on my squeeze. And then from there, once I start developing and figuring out all four of those things, that is where I would have graduated myself to 40s. That's when I would have graduated myself up to 45s. So it's very, very important that you understand that. Okay. Now, if you guys also, if you have questions about that, you're stuck, you're in a movement, you feel like you, you need a little bit more extra edge and guidance, talk to me, send me a DM. I would truly appreciate it. So guys, that is pretty much the cover-up of mechanical tension with the muscular, getting muscular, that tension, the sensation, all of it. And remember those four steps, okay? If you want to write them down, if you're driving, don't write them down. <laughs> but if you have time, the setup, what's that setup look like for your profile? When I say profile, I'm talking about your physique stabilizing what muscles need to stabilize. I gave the dem demonstration of the hack squat, making sure you're locked into the pad, you're bracing, your abs are braced, you're pulled into the spine, making sure your feet are in the right position for proper knee flexion, getting good depth. From there, what muscles are you initiating? What muscles are you actually working? Don't just move the weight. You need to feel the weight work, okay? And then lastly is range of motion. Time and time, time and time again, range of motion is king. You have to be in good range of motion. Yes, there are certain exercises when you do like drop sets and and uh, rest pause sets and mile, all those crazy hypertrophy method things that you can um, get away with like partials, like see the leg curls, things of that nature. But overall, you want that full range of motion to see the most growth out of your muscles. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to episode nine of the Built Elite Training Podcast. Again, if you found value in today's podcast, if you're watching my live on Instagram, um, I would love that you screenshot, share it to your Instagram, tag me in it, Built Elite Training. That would be absolutely phenomenal. Um, and as always, guys, keep moving forward. Have the best day of your life. Talk soon.